We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Field of 68 After Dark. We are here at Mohegan Sun after the first day of the Hall of Fame tip-off. The best game of the day just ended North Carolina-Purdue. Purdue pulled out with the win, but it was a much closer game than I think we all thought it would be. Rob, I'm here with Rob and Jeff Goodman, Rob Doster. Rob, what did you think? What were your key takeaways from the game? Jaden Ivey, first and foremost. I thought he was unbelievable tonight. Uh, it, it was the shot making, the passing. He had one where he drove down the left over here. We, we talked with Matt Painter about it afterwards, where he drove down the left uh, side of the lane in the second half, threw it like behind him to Sasha Stavanovich. I have no idea how he saw that pass or was able to make that pass across his body. He had a couple of dunks. I just, I mean, yeah, he was unbelievable. Like that, yeah. that was what it was. Like he popped today, right? This was oh, the completely. Game. Now, this was, and I talked to him afterwards. And think about this this was Jaden Ivey's first game, really, in front of a big crowd. And, and he was so excited because last year he's a freshman and they didn't play in front of fans. So he's been waiting for this. And with a ton of NBA scouts here, uh, Jaden Ivey showed that he is a lottery pick. And Hubert Davis said that to me after the game. I asked him about Ivey and he said, listen, the hype around him is real. This kid's a lottery pick and what he did, his feel for the game. We knew he could score, but what he did with his feel for the game and those two passes that really opened the game up, that was critical. Yeah, no, he really took over the game about midway through that second half there. He ended the game with 22, 10, and 8. Phenomenal game. You know, part of the reason he had to do that was because foul trouble was a key storyline tonight. You know, who do you think suffered from that the most? I know Garcia fouled out. Uh, Baycott fouled out. Manic had four. Williams yep. had four. Edie had three. A lot of foul trouble. Who do lot, you think suffered from that? A lot of big boys in this game. A lot of big boys, and it ended up being a guards game with Jay Neeb, uh, Ivy being the, the X factor. But uh, Travion Williams was the guy. I mean, that was the thing is they went to him in the post, and Zach Edie wasn't effective, partially because the refs don't know how to call a game with Zach Edie. Well, and, I, I, don't, I don't think it was just that, not to cut you off. Yeah. I thought that. Um, Dawson and Brady Manick did a really good job at kind of like getting up underneath him and using their leverage and like Dawson better than Manick. Yeah. The the thing that makes Zach, Zach Eady so difficult to guard is he like gets right in front of the rim and can turn around and lay it in. Yeah. And when he goes up against guys that are kind of like as big as him, yeah. that don't really understand how to get low. I, I just, I thought that's what it was, which is why to your point, it was a Trevion Williams game. It was awesome. he could just kind of overpower people in the post. I'm, and I, you know, I cut you off a little bit, but Jeff, I, I do just want to ask you like, when, when, when you're a team like Purdue and everybody is talking about Trevion Williams and everyone is talking about Zach, uh, Zach Eady 
and Jaden Ivey is your guy, but the team is built around these big guys. Like that's that's what you want as a basketball team, right? You want to be able to have two, three, four, five different ways that you can beat you. We didn't even talk about Sasha Stavanovich, who hit he was, was rolling three. Oh, he was rolling, and and what he does, and I talked to him after the game. He said, "Listen." I made some shots. It opens it up for Jaden Ivey for those driving lanes. It opens it up. They got to come out and guard him out there. So it opens it up where you can get the ball to Trevion and, and, and Zach and those guys have space to work with. It's, it's like pick your poison as much as anything. But I think what Purdue showed today is not that we didn't think this to begin with. They're a legitimate national title contender. Very much like so. the days of Robbie Hummel. Forget about them. Forget about them. You got to get the Robbie Hummel. They're over. The days of Robbie Hummel and Purdue are over. This is Jaden Ivey, Travion Williams, uh, Zach Eady's program now. And Travion Williams was talking after the game about, you know, the key to this win was being the tougher team. And I think they were the tougher team mentally and physically. Obviously, North Carolina struggles with that physicality a little bit. Do you think that'll, you know, have a big impact on their game this year? Yeah, I mean, I think Carolina actually, they should be happy. You know, they came out, and I think a lot of people think thought they'd get punked, completely punked, and they were better defensively, but they were there. I mean, they had the lead with, what, five, six minutes left? I mean, th- that was my biggest takeaway from North Carolina yeah. is that team has heart. Yeah. And I don't think that they necessarily had that fight in them. And part of it was Hubert Davis. I don't know if you guys got a sense of it from on. But for people that don't oh, know, he Jeff was, Goodman was sitting at the, the table right next to Fran Fraschilla, right next to the broadcast with Talia, like, like big timers. They left me to fend for myself. You okay. had good seats. They left You're me to fend. I said I had pretty basket. good seats they, over there. But, but you left me to fend for myself. Yeah, You're not, well, not next to Borzello and Norlander. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's that's, that's not where you want to be. Uh, but anyway, like Hubert was so into the yes. game, his passion, his intensity, but and across got, the, the court, is, he got his guys going totally. Right, totally. Like, there was a, there, it was. Yeah. I forget who it was. I think it was like a touch foul on. Um, on Anthony Harris, maybe. And like, you could just see their heads kind of hang and get frustrated. And he's stamping yep. his feet down the court and he's getting over here. He's like, white, yeah. keep fighting. Yes, white. I saw that. Keep yeah, fighting, he was into white. it. And he's like, let's go. Let's well, I think go. he keep thought pushing. it wasn't a great call. And, and instead of yelling at the refs, he's just making sure his guys aren't giving up. Right. And, yes. and that's something that the first couple of games, you're seeing them against Brown, give up 50 and a half. Then they're, they're losing against college of Charleston down there. Uh, and I think everybody worried Carolina fans. I think were worried that they get run out of the gym here and they did not. And this is, they've got good pieces. They do. Are they the well, toughest they, team? They no. almost did. Like that's the thing about it is they were down, I think yeah. 11 in the first like five, yeah. six minutes, something like that. When like yeah. Sasha got hot and hit a bunch of shots, but the, this team, normally you see North Carolina teams that are built around their bigs. Right. Yep. And Dawson Garcia was phenomenal today, but he's not really a North Carolina big. He's no, a, no, but he's a Hubert point. Davis, North Carolina yes. big. Well, That's the difference. Yeah, no, no. You got my, Roy Williams sitting was, over here. Point, yes. And, and Roy's looking at these bigs saying, oh, man, maybe, maybe I could have used the guy who could have stepped <laughs> out and shot the yeah, three maybe. a little bit, right? He had these plotting bigs. And, and now what Hubert Davis has, has done is gone to these guys that are more versatile. And, and Dawson Garcia was great on the offensive end. Again, they still need to get better defensively. And Matt Painter, what did he say? Well, yeah, he said both of these teams are bad. <laughs> he basically said, he's like, yeah, we're not good. North Carolina's like yeah. defensively. We're not good defensively. That's why it was a It's early, though. Win. It's still early in the season. This was a high-level game. You know, Tal, like, this was one that, that, to me, you've seen a lot of one games. One of the best I've seen. Right? Maybe the best You've been I've at seen. Final Fours. You know, this was especially early in the season. That was the one thing. It was well played. Yes. They were going back and forth. You had a lottery pick in, in Jaden Ivey. You have a couple of big time uh, big men. 
and the biggest thing that still stands out to me is Travion Williams and how he has handled yes. being benched. He is, and I tweeted this out earlier, a clip of about six minutes, uh, six seconds early in the game. I think it was Zach Eady had a big play um, in the post, and nobody was going crazier on the bench than Travion Williams, who lost his starting spot to the seven foot four Canadian. So I, I think that says a lot about this Purdue team and the way they're they're going to be willing to sacrifice. Jaden Ivey has sacrificed. I mean, he doesn't well, have the look, ball in his your, hands. To your point, to your point, like this is just it's emphasizing what you're saying. Jaden Ivey is the guy that came into this season with like the hype yeah. and the yeah. expectation. And everyone was like, yeah, that's the dude. Yeah. He's going to be a, a first team all American. He's going to be a top five pick. He's the star. He's the breakout player. Every cliche right. you could possibly say about a player. Right. People like us have said, said about Jaden Ivey yeah. in the off season. And in tonight's game, like the biggest game that Purdue has played to date, yeah. He, under control. He, yeah, he let it come to him. Under control. Come to I, I yeah. asked I asked Painter about that after yeah. the game, and he said that's not the natural thing for him. Right. Right. Like yeah. his he's his, now, his this is a big is, step for him yes. in, in this type of environment to not force the issue, knowing he had a bunch of NBA guys there watching him. And, and he's to be honest, he did wonders for his NBA stock because of how he played, because of how he let the game come to, come to him and and just kind of controlled it in those two. Those two huge passes, they they were huge. I mean, they were. The thing about it was, Jaden had like a quiet game, right? Like I, at one point, I looked up and I was, I said to Brazil, he Jaden Ivy has eighteen points, right? Because there's so much depth, there's so yeah. much going on everywhere else too. You yeah, know? they got a lot of good that. players, yeah. Sasha. But he, but his moments when he had moments, oh, they were they huge. Popped, yeah, two dunks, yeah. the back to back threes, yeah. Yeah. the two passes followed up by the and one. He had a personal nine right. nothing run that he created yeah. all by himself. Right yep. after yep. North Carolina took the yeah. lead, that's what that's right. what great players do. Yeah, they let it come to them. They know that they have. And then Caleb Love came back with a couple big plays of his own, yeah. and and that was the beauty of this game. It was kind of like, you know, one team would throw a punch, the other team would kind of come back. And, and again, Purdue, you know, national title contenders for sure, for sure. And one thing I do want to say about that is, how worried are you about the defense? Yep. No, nah, I'm not. It's a Matt Painter team. It's a Matt Painter team. Again, I think what he's done is the right thing, not trying to play Zach Eady and Travion Williams together. And, and Caleb First will get better. Um, Ivy's got high level. Listen, he can be an elite defender if he wants to be. And, and again, we didn't see Zach Eady's a better defender. Travion Williams is an elite level scorer with, with his array of post moves. Zach Eady can really be a game changer. So what defensively. my concern is, it's similar to what my concern was with the Purdue teams that had Isaac Haas, and my concern with all of the Big Ten teams this season is when you face programs that are going to have people that can pull you away from the basket the way Dawson Garcia did, the way Brady Manick did. I mean, now yeah. Matt Matt told us after it was like it, it was almost a better thing for them for North Carolina that Baycock got in foul trouble because all of a sudden Zach Eady and Trevion Williams yeah. got to go chase around Dawson yeah. Garcia. That's why he got all those open looks. So what so happens? That's your concern. Yes. Is, is what happens on the defensive end. And that's and, fine. And honestly, I that's get not it. Just a Purdue. Thing. You got to remember that's too. a big 10 thing. Too. Listen, here's the one thing with Zach Eady. He's played organized basketball for four years and he averaged like 15 minutes a game his freshman year. He is going to get better and better and better and understand how to play and how he's going to be officiated. And I just feel like you got those two dudes and a game changer score that you can just put the ball in his hands, let him make a play. And that's, to be honest, I don't know how many teams, who else has that? Who else has that? 
No one. Nobody. But the problem is in modern. They'll be fine defensively. In, in modern in modern basketball, yeah. right? You, no one has that because they've been played off the court by all of these players right. that can pull you out. There's a reason why ball screens is what everybody yeah. runs. So that's my, I'm not saying that they can't do it. Right. I'm saying that. Well, if a team if hits a 15 flag, threes on them and they're, they're again, Jaden Ivey is not a great three point shooter and you've got your two bigs but, that but are going to get two. Purdue can hit 15 threes too. And, 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 and we can move on. And, and I know we yeah. keep cutting you up. Tally's over here, like trying to get a word. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's like ping worst, pong here. There's two people bad. to kind of talk through, but, um, the, the the big thing is just it's every team, it feels like all the good teams in college basketball this year have that big bruiser this season. Mm-hmm. You know, like Kentucky has Oscar yep. Sheebway. Duke has Paolo Bancaro right. and Mark Williams, right? We uh, K- Kansas has David McCormick. So it might be the kind of year where you can play the, you can play these guys. Match. Right, right. And Against yes. the really good teams. They yes. all have them. But you know what they don't have? Jay and Ivy. No, they don't. That's what they don't have. Like He's none of those. Maker. Like that's, I think that honestly, that dude, he's want, a dude. You want to talk yeah. why? You want to talk about why they can win a national title? Because right now yes. they have yes. the 2018. Give them the ball. Team yeah, with 2019 Carson Edwards. Just Does that give, make sense? What? They have the 2018 team. Right? Yeah. The big guy, yeah. Isaac Haas, all the shooting around yeah. him with Carson Edwards, the first team All American. But you know what the difference is? Jaden Ivey's bigger. Yes. He's more athletic. Yes. He's stronger. Yes. Like Carson Edwards, he had he had his games. Don't get me wrong. But Jay Nivey, his upside, he can he can impose his will on a defense because he can get to the basket and finish through, through contact. So Jaden Ivey lives up to the hype, maybe even exceeds it. Yep. Trivion Williams lives up to the hype. You know, offensively, this team does overall finish it up a little bit. You know, does this team overall live up to their hype? And do you think they can be national championship? Hundred percent. I don't I don't know how you could walk away not thinking they're in the mix. Again, are they one of Eight teams are they one of twelve? I don't know what that number is right now, and they're one of them. That's the beauty of college basketball this year. What yeah. you just said, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, you're right. There's a bunch of teams, and Carolina probably walks away from this, saying we can get there. We're not there yet, but can we get there by the end of the year if our backcourt continues to develop? If Brady Manick gets a little bit tougher, but Dawson Garcia offensively gives them a dimension they 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 don't have or haven't had, and Baycott. Again, this was not a great matchup for, for Armando Baker. Like, right. Yeah, he'll be much well, better. Listen, he looked like a midget out there compared to <laughs> right, Z, Zach Eady. I've yes. never it's crazy. Armando Baycott is an enormous yeah. human being, yeah. and he looked like uh, Talia standing next to him. Everyone looks like a midget next to Zach Eady. <laughs> I, know, I know. It's crazy how big and, and mobile he is. Yeah. I mean, he runs the court well. Oh, like his free throws. Yes. That's I mean, all how, you need to know about. Oh, my goodness. That's all you need to know about. Really good. All right. I do want to ask you guys a little bit real quick about North Carolina because we should touch on them a bit. I am. So there's two things that I'm worried about. One, it felt like there you go. Goodman dropping his phone. At least we're not getting the dings. At least we're not oh, yeah. getting dings. He's, he's no so dings. Coordinated. dings. Yeah, no dings. Um, the first thing is I'm a little bit worried about the fact that it felt like so much of what they did tonight was uh was like superstars making plays right mm-hmm. it was talent plays it was talent shots it was caleb love hitting a step back that was contested yeah. it was dawson garcia uh you know yeah. making pick and pop plays against the mismatch as opposed to the north carolina offense really generating them points like a lot of what purdue got was their offense generating the points a lot of what north carolina got was dudes being dudes if that makes sense the other part of it is they didn't caleb- get a lot on their break 
Yeah, they did. Carolina. I mean, seriously, I don't know what the, the points well, the, are well, the here. Thing, the thing is, like, have it. Purdue is not going to stay. When you have they had 11 Eady, points on the break. When you have Zach Eady, well, first of all, they didn't give yeah, him. But you can stops. beat him. But you can beat him up and down. Oh, well, that's yeah, true. You got to get stopped. That's true. You get transition yeah. opportunities. But, but you can beat Zach Eady down the court. Yes. That's the one thing that you're used to seeing Carolina really run, really get after it. And I think they'll do it better. I, I like their guard tandem. I do. I think RJ and no, Caleb I, are going to be really good. I, I do, too. I think that it's it's weird. Like Caleb has been so much better in second halves in terms of his decision. Yeah. Like there, there's there were times in the first half when I was like, dude, what are yeah, you texting you got, me? You're like, you, there were some bad shots early yeah. in the shot clock. Yeah. For the first 25 minutes, I think I hated every single shot that he took. And then at the end of the game, like he started going yeah. to the rim. Yep. He had that dunk. He was eight, taking it when he had the, the switches and he had yeah. Caleb first on an island like. Dude, you don't need to settle for a contested three. Go to, Get the, to the rim. Yeah, which Get he did. First. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they again, I think they were better than even maybe Hubert thought they'd be against a top five-ish team. And ultimately, are they going to be a national title contender? I don't know, but they certainly are taking a big step in Hubert Davis's first year. Well, so I think part of the reason people didn't expect them to be so good today was because they haven't been great against worse teams for the last few games. So, what was different about this game and playing against a better team, honestly? I, I think it was just they rose to the occasion. I, I think it's really just yeah. that simple. Like, they, they got stars. Hard not to get excited occasion. about yeah. this one. Was it right? Roy Williams being here to watch him? Too? You think he was there, but he was been. there in Asheville. Where, yeah. did it, where was he? he? Might I would not be surprised if he made it to every single game. Like, why, if you're Roy Williams. <laughs> no, it, it depends right? if it interferes with his golf game. Yeah, there you go. That's true. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, I think, again, you see it here in a lot of these guys, their backcourt, they're, they're both sophomores. They didn't play like Jaden Ivey in front of fans all of last yeah. year. So they're in here looking around, and this place was good. Now, it wasn't as good as at Gonzaga um, for Texas or at UCLA or even the Garden, it was, but it was it good. Was loud it was here. very yeah. good. It was. You know, and tomorrow will probably be even better, yeah. you know, when you're talking about Villanova, <laughs> Purdue, two top five teams, two very different teams, and we'll get to that later, I'm sure. Yeah, so as much as I want to keep talking about this exciting game of the day, we do have to talk a little bit about the early game. The snoozer? Yeah, yeah. Villanova, Tennessee. Villanova kind of destroyed Tennessee. It was 71-53 was the final score. Let's talk about Gillespie a little bit. What were your thoughts on him? How much did he contribute to this win? You know, Colin Gillespie is what he is. And and I said to him after the game, I said, you know, sometimes I watch you guys and I, I think you're robots. And I said, don't take that the wrong way. And he said, no, no, we've heard that before. And that's kind of how we are. And that's how we practice. And we're fine with that because they're coachable. They just do the right things. They make the right decisions. And it it was a clear what this game was. I thought what it came down to as much as anything, fifth year point guard going against a freshman point guard. And and Kenny Chandler is going to be good, but he wasn't ready for this. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I have major question marks about the way that Rick Barnes is using his rotation uh, and about whether or not he's going to find a way to kind of maximize what Kennedy Chandler is. Uh, I think that you need to play less two big lineups and more of the shooting, get Justin Powell out there, get, yeah. get, get yeah. Victor Bailey out there, um, play Olivier. I'm not even going to try to say his last yeah. name. At the Talia five. knows probably. Is that what it is? I think so. Yeah. Palma? Yeah. Get, I get looked the, it up. There you go. See, that's why we have her. Here. <laughs> exactly. We have the, the talented good We can't. We can't pronounce it, but no. But all serious, like yeah. get get shooting, get spacing, yeah. make it so that there's room for him to do right. stuff. Because like he, 
Kennedy Chandler is really good. Oh, he's so but fast. He is not Jaden Ivy no. in terms of like size. No, he's tiny. If you see him next to, if you see Kennedy Chandler next to Jaden Ivy, it's going to be like looking at Armando Baycott next to Zach Eadie. That's that's the size. But but he's got a burst. He's quick. He's going to be good, and he was really good in the summer for, for the under-19 team. You know, the question, like Rob said, is who are you playing with Chandler, with Santi? Those two are the fixtures. But other than that, you got to figure something out, and, you know, Josiah just he's, can't he, make a shot. And Barnes said, said he shot it so well in practice so far this year, but he can't make a three. Got, I mean, he's just going to make one, and, yeah. and the, it'll, it'll start hitting him. But, I mean, if you play him, he's a four. He's not a three. He is a four because right. he's so tough and so fit. Like, yep. they, they need to use him the same way that Villanova uses Jermaine Samuels. You know what they do with Jermaine Samuels? They put him at the four. Yeah. And sometimes they put him at the five. Yep. And they just say, you're big, you're strong, you're physical. Right. We're going to we're gonna let you deal yeah. with big guys yeah. and make them guard you. So how worried are we about Tennessee and where their shooting comes <laughs> from, all of it? I mean, I'm worried because I, I think they're probably a, a team that's somewhere not in the – the final four national contending. I think they're in that next group, right? I think there's, again, a dozen or so teams that are national title contenders, final four contenders. And then I think Tennessee's in that next group. And again, Fulkerson didn't look great today. They, they should get more out of him being a veteran. Seems like he's been around forever. Um, but I worry about their front court. I, I think it's solid, but I don't know if it's good enough. And so you're going to have to have those guards carry you. And Kennedy Chandler's got to be a star. And he's got a lot on his plate uh, to be a star this early with maybe not enough around him. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not worried about Tennessee in the sense that I was never really under the impression that they were good enough to be more than like, okay, let's get hot and get to a second week. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll tell you what my biggest takeaway was from this game is is that like that Villanova team, man, like they are, we, we just, we just hailed Purdue culture. It's everything about that Villanova team works. Um, I think one, Brandon Slater took the lead. Like, he's taking a lead. I love him. I, I, like, honestly, I, like, I, I'll tell you what I said early. I was like, I love Brandon Slater. I think, and I talked to him a little bit after the game about that. I'm like, your improvement has been incredible. And he's just waited his turn. And that's kind of what they do, right? Most guys, what would they have done? Transfer. They would have left. They would have gotten the hell out of there. But you don't do that at Villanova. Like, I mean, I know they've lost a couple guys to, to transfer. But for the most part, you stick it out at Villanova because it's that culture. And, and here's the other thing, because you've seen the people that have stuck it out before right. go on and do what you want to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Eric Pascal stuck it out, didn't transfer. Now he's playing in the NBA. Right. Yeah. Same thing with a guy like Mikhail Bridges. Same thing with a guy like yeah. Dante DiVincenzo. Um, we saw Jalen Brunson sacrifice being a starting point guard as a McDonald's All-American, win two national titles, and now look what he's doing with the Mavericks. Right. Ryan Archie Diacono. Yep. He, he came here. He started the whole thing. He was here today. Yeah. And, yeah. and now, and he's been, I don't think he's on an NBA roster right now, but he no. played five years in the yeah. NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, a lot of money. no, they just listen what Jay Wright's done with this program. You know, they have a chance to win a, a third national title since 2016. It's crazy. They have a chance it is crazy. at Villanova. I, yeah. And, and I, I'm glad you said that they have a chance because I still think that there are, I would say Duke and Kansas and Gonzaga and probably someone else that I'm blanking on UCLA, maybe UCLA yeah. um, and maybe maybe Purdue are all uh, better different than level Villanova at, the, at, the, at, at this moment well, they have a higher ceiling yeah well that's and, the thing and part but, of the problem is just, you you look at Villanova and they're big and you're like 
All right, Dixon. I don't know if I completely buy in, but listen, he makes foul line jumpers. They get him easy looks. He's big. He's physical. And, he's and tough. You know what else he can do? He can defend on the perimeter a little bit. Right. Um, right. So now, now your your big rotation is essentially Jermaine Samuels, who is who can guard anybody, yeah. who can make threes, who makes the right decisions, who's not never going to beat you, and will once in a while go out and get thirty and win you game. Brandon Slater, who is now averaging, I think it's 16 points per game. Yeah. This season, and he defends his ass off. Making threes, yeah. great defender. Yeah. When you put bigs on him, he's going to his left and he's finishing at the basket because you can't stop him going to his left. And Eric Dixon, who is is good enough right now. And maybe he can end up being great. And maybe he can, but he's good enough to be a team that'll get you to the final four. They just do all the right things. They just, they play so, connect, it's such a cliche. But they actually do it. They play so connected. They play so damn hard. Again, they show no emotion ever. Like, was did you see any emotion on any one of Villanova's no, players tonight? It looks like they're miserable the right. entire time. Right. They're on That's the what floor. I said. I go. I go. You look like you can't tell when you're up or down twenty. You we. I had no idea by looking at your face that you were up twenty all game. But if you go back for anybody watching this, Google right now, search Villanova press conference and look at, oh my look God, at Gillespie. Gillespie's face. <laughs> look he miserable. sat there like this the whole time. Right. right. No, it's like they lost by 40. Yeah. You wouldn't have known. They've never seen somebody they're pros. so bored. You know what they are? They're, they're pros, but they're in college. The way they conduct themselves. Now, may, maybe they're better. Actually, they're far more mature than any pro probably in the NBA. Think about that. They are. Like Colin Gillespie, and they have – I don't know what the numbers are. I wish I had them. I probably should ask Mike Sheridan, their their SID. If – could they go down as the winningest college players ever up because of the COVID year? I'm pretty sure. I asked them that. They have no idea. No, I'm, Most I'm kids sure would know that. They had no idea the fact that because they played so many games and won games last year, I think they have a chance to win more games than any other player in college basketball history. Wow. And, and again, there are more games being played these days than obviously years pretty, ago. Pretty hefty asterisk has to get thrown yeah. on that one. So Whatever. Pretty hefty asterisk. Hey, they, they win. They win. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah. And, and, and they look, didn't win and, and, today. And, and, and look, they there's... punked. They didn't, well, I, they didn't punk Tennessee. Tennessee didn't make any shots. The game was just, uh, it was, it was I, ugly I, from start to finish. I will, I will, say, I will say that they punked. I wasn't that they punked them because well, yes, Tennessee missed some open looks. Yeah, but Tennessee also didn't really. No, do there were anything. a couple. There were a few plays in there where they were just standing around. Well, the one play with Josiah when when Gillespie. Like, how about the the play when when Gillespie came from behind at the end of the game? Josiah was underneath his own basket trying to get a, a ball that went in the backcourt. Yeah. Thought he had it. Gillespie well, it, it just put in another Bailey. gear. It was Victor Bailey. But it wasn't just that. There was another uh, one. Yeah, it was Victor Bailey. Right. There was another one where Eric Dixon dove on the floor, yep. knocked a yep. ball to Colin yep. Gillespie, who dove on the floor to get it, and like threw it to Jermaine Samuels, who right. threw it to another guy, and got a Justin Moore wide yeah. open layup down here. It's, it's little things yeah. like that. And here's the other thing. I I feel like there's there's a bit of a sentiment that like Villanova is is soft. Or that Villanova has they guys are that are not physical. soft. No, Those this, this they're mentally tough. Those dudes are, are fucking yeah. tough as hell, yeah. man. They are tough as yeah. hell. They are strong. No profanities in front of Talia, by the way. Like, okay, no so profanities in front of Talia. I'm sorry. All right. I'm yeah, like you've never I never swear in front of you. Oh, yeah, never, never, never. <laughs> no, they're like diving for balls. Yes. It's, this, it's this mentality they have, this work ethic, this work right. hard, play hard thing that, you know, I think it not won them the game because they probably would have won without it today anyway, based on how Tennessee was playing. But I think it can win them games. Yeah, yeah no doubt. No, they're, they their culture is so they strong. Get, they don't get rattled. Right. And, and honestly... I wonder, I want to know if they win that game at UCLA. Let, let's just say for argument's sake <laughs> yeah. that 
part of the reason why they collapsed down the stretch at UCLA is because they were playing a game that ended in overtime at 2 a.m. Right. Let's just say that, that Gillespie was like in his first game back from yes. injury, basically. So let's let's just say that that the the the, the time thing was the Affected reason why him. they blew a ten point lead in the last eight minutes, right? If they had won at UCLA, and they just had this performance against the number yeah. seventeen team in the country, what would how would we be talking about them? The number one team uh, in the yeah, country. You'd be talking about them. We want to see them against Gonzaga. That's yes. what you would. And again, the thing is, it's not like they have like all these pros, but they have. They have guys that are just – they can make shots, number one. Gillespie can make shots. Justin Moore is an elite. Every time the ball goes up when Justin Moore shoots it, I think it's going. I do. Yeah, that's um, – You kept that's, saying that's it. Like, right. It's, that's what it's like for me with Gillespie. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's right. I mean, they're <laughs> just – again, you trust them. That's what you do with Villanova. Now, I know, again, you trust them. They kind of blew it down the stretch with UCLA. I don't know if it mattered to them that much. I, I feel like – it doesn't affect them. They can get past the last play easier than any team in America. They get on to the next play. And, and it's also like UCLA is really good. At UCLA. Packed house. At UCLA. The place was Johnny great. Johnny made a bunch of shots. Uh, Jaime Hawkins made some shots. Tiger Campbell made some shots. And so I would say Villanova did not play great down the stretch. And it was very clear that they did not have their legs over the course and they were of the right last there. three minutes. Um, but I, I, I don't know how you could come out of watching that performance from Villanova and on the back of this performance and say anything other than that team is, is very, very, very good. Yeah. They're in the mix. They're, they're in the mix. Uh, I, I think and, again, and we saw to, two teams today that I can't wait to see go at it tomorrow. Oh, yeah. it's going to be great. Like it's that's great. the thing about this now is you've got arguably, will there be a better matchup? I mean, again, I saw that UCLA Villanova was a hell of a matchup. And again, because it was in poly, it was probably at a different level than even this, but this will be packed. I mean, this is the perfect size. Purdue fans travel, yes. and Villanova and is a three-hour drive. <laughs> right, right. Purdue fans travel, and there's some. I, I think there are right. some and tickets. They're loud. That's the other thing about them. There's Purdue some tickets still available for tomorrow. So yeah, if you're watching, not for very long. My tickets. <laughs> I'm not getting any kickback either. Long. Just so you know, I'm not getting a kickback. <laughs> no more of this. Okay. <laughs> no. So you know, going off of what you just said, we've just talked about two great teams uh, in Purdue and Villanova. You know, we're going to see him play against each other tomorrow. That's what we're seeing. So who, who have you got and why? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, oh, man, I you don't know. I think I'm going to go. It's yeah, a tough one. It's, the fascinating thing is there's, there's no way that you can pinpoint a matchup that someone can take advantage of. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. You know what? I well, don't know how Villanova Purdue should be able to take advantage on the, on the interior. And you know, what's should. Gonna, you know, what's going to happen if Zach Eady and Trevion Williams got in foul trouble dealing with, I know. Awesome. How are they going to keep up with, with Imagine what's going to yeah. happen when they got to yeah. deal with Jermaine Samuels and Brandon Slater. And I'll tell you what, Jermaine Samuels was going to get like back down by Zach Eady and put under the basket. Yeah. But I think he's going to be much more effective at kind of fronting people and, and forcing that ball to go yeah. over the top than any of the uh, the the um, I trust Villanova. I, I think that's what it comes down to right now. I trust Villanova more. I think Purdue's probably got more talent. But I just trust the culture. Do we have a, do we have and, a line and, on that yet? I don't know. I, I was just going to ask you that. I mean, to me, I don't know if it's out yet. Let me check my Bet Rivers app. Really I feel quick like it I'll, might I'll be you know. a pick em type game at the end of the day. I mean, I, I don't know what to go with. Again, I would say Villanova with their track record of winning. Purdue still, you know, trying to figure things out a little bit. But, you know, Zach Eady um, and, and Travion Williams, can they take advantage of a small Villanova team? 
not a lot of length, not not a lot of size. And, and and again, I mean, you know, I'm still shocked that Jay Wright didn't go to the portal and try to get another long athletic big, but we'll see tomorrow if they need it. Honestly, I don't, you don't think they need it. I don't think it's the right fit for them. How often you're, you're not going to face Zach E.D. all that often. And Eric Dixon should be strong enough to, but the big Ten's got like one of those on every team. But not not his size. Eric Dixon is strong enough to be able to deal with someone as well as Zach with, with someone like a Zach Kofi, Eddie. as well as anybody can deal with someone like a Kofi. Oh boy! I, if they get him the ball, if they get Zach Eady and Travion Williams the ball consistently, then I think I think Villanova is going to have to trade threes for twos. And if Villanova is making threes, Rob, then and, they win. If they the don't, and they've had them, their games, we know Villanova in the past has had their games where they're like like Tennessee did today. They're three for 22. And if they go three for 22 and don't make their threes, Purdue wins that. To me, Purdue wins again. And so it was Travion Williams who had, you know, the better matchup tonight. Who do you think is going to have the better matchup tomorrow between him and Edie? Like Rob said, I think Edie's going to have trouble. They both are because neither one can chase. Neither one can chase and guard on the perimeter real well. Um, Travion has more trouble. But the one thing we saw with Travion today is like, you get him the ball in there, he's going to score, get to the line every time. Where Zach Eady, you know, with, with all those guys that are going to collapse on him and, and start swiping at the ball every time he well, gets that's, it. That's the thing about it is, is Trevion's a better passer. Yeah. Out of the game moves too Zach fast Eady. right now for Zach Eady when he gets the, the ball in the does, post. It doesn't, like, it doesn't matter for the most. Like, if he gets it deep enough right. and you just turn a shoot, like, it doesn't matter. You can't right. double quick I think, enough. To I think it's that Williams is just so creative with what he does. And so he's, he's not, he's not predictable yeah. and he has the experience. Yeah, He's a senior. He, he's more he has, like, he's he seen it all kind of like, uh, like the way. Oh man. And kind of wait and let yes. the defense clear. That's the difference. Well, he's a senior. Zach, he's yeah. played basketball for four years. <laughs> that uh, ultimately comes down to that. And I think that's where Zach, Eady's going to have a little bit. And, By and, the way, for the record, there are no lines out yet for the uh, for the game. Well, we'll, we'll at Bet Rivers, yeah, or we'll play Sugar it. House if you're in the state of Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think we're uh, I, I think, think we're wrapped here. We, we, well, we I, but before we go, I just want to ask you guys. I mean, I got to hit the blackjack table no, here I know, soon, but this will be quick. I promise. So we talked about how there is a certain tier at the top where there are a lot of teams. Yeah. I want to know for you guys how deep that tier goes, right? So how deep? All right. Gonna, so we want to. You want to play a little game here? Yeah. You want to read them off, and we'll 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 try to determine. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna so. I'm gonna bring up a top ten right now. We're all just right. gonna look at it and kind of go through. So I think we all agree Kansas is in that tier. Yes, hundred percent. Right? You have Kansas in that tier. Yes. Um, do you have Michigan in that tier? Hmm. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. Like I want to see more from them. I'm, I'm not sure yet. They're fresh. I just haven't seen enough from their freshmen yet. They play Arizona mm-hmm. tomorrow night. That'll be. I'll the, let you know after that one. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think that they can get there. Yeah. I don't think that they're quite there yet. Yeah. Purdue. Yep. Yeah. They're there. They're there. Uh, Baylor. Need to see more. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen them play. Uh, Need to see more. I mean, they haven't they played, played anybody, anybody yet. Yeah. They played Stanford. Stanford they ran today. away from today. Yeah. I'm going to just assume we don't have Illinois there. We do not yet. Because, Maybe you know. Maybe with Kofi. Yeah, we we'll gotta, see. They, we got to see what Curbelo looks like. Curbelo's got to figure it out. UCLA. Yes, yes. 100%. Villanova. 100%. Yes. Houston. No, not yet. Not yet. Duke. I'm torn yeah. on Duke right now. I'm torn. I still want to see if Trevor Keels is the Trevor Keels that we saw at the Champions Classic, or he kind of somewhere in between um, that and, and, and kind of the unknown that he was coming into the year. So I, I would say yes, 
because of a kid named Paolo. Oh, yeah. But I'm not sure yet. You know, I, I, I would. I would put them in the same conversation as those top okay. tier teams. Yep. I think that we saw them. We saw what they did to Kentucky. Yep. We saw exactly. Trevor Keels do it. And if I've seen you do it once, I know that that's always going to yep. be in there. Yep. Um, so, yes, I think that they're there. Okay. Uh, Kentucky. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet for me. I, I had him there in the preseason, and now I, I kind of need to see more. You know, I actually think, in a way, C.J. Frederick's injury helps them for this year because I feel like they had too many guys. And, and now Cal's rotation will be trimmed down. C.J. Frederick can get healthy. He'll be good next year. But I feel like now, like, Davion Mintz is locked in. He'll get time. They, they had too many of the same. All right, so uh, Texas, Alabama, Memphis. Would you put any of those teams in there? Not Memphis. I, I don't love their point guard play. Uh, Texas is not there yet, and I'm not sure they're going to get there now. I probably overrated them coming into the year. And, I don't uh, think you did. I, I, think, I think that what happened at Gonzaga had a lot to do with Drew Timmy, yeah. a lot to do with Dylan Dysu not being there. and a Yeah, lot that's to the do, key. Well, and, and the other thing you like, got to remember is – What does he add? Yeah, the, the other thing you got to remember with Texas is – not only is Chris Beard adding transfers, but every returner on that roster has never played for him. Is essentially a transfer. <laughs> right. 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 He's never and, coached any of these. Guys, and I don't ever. I haven't I haven't actually asked Chris about this. I don't know if you have, but I, I bet that he's sitting there and he's like he's not happy that they lost. But I bet part of him's like, Yeah, if we're not gonna win, the best thing is probably getting an ask. No, nah, no, nah, he was pissed. Well, he, was sure he was pissed after the game. But now those guys are going to listen. You hope. Was, yeah. Now they're going to, now they're going to, I, I don't think it was a necessarily a buy-in issue. Right. I think it's more of a, it takes time. Right. Alabama. It takes time. I think Alabama, I like their guards. You know, that's the one thing I, I still want to see more from Quinterly. If he's consistent, I think they can get, I'm not, I'm not ready. Like I, I want to see. Yeah. The, I'm not uh, ready yet. They're the, probably the on big, the fringe. The big kid. Um, they're in the fringe. Um, who's their, the big fresh, the seven foot freshman. Bidiaco. Bidiaco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he needs to, I think you can get there. Yeah. I'm not quite there yet on him. Can um, I give you JD, one more? JD Davidson. Can I give you? I, well, I, I think. I hope Memphis, you get one more. I don't think he's done yet. I, that, what about Memphis, Memphis? Now, point guard play scares me. I'm not, not. Memphis is not a, to me, they're not a national title contending team. They're not. They're not. Okay. Um, the only other one that I want to mention. Go ahead. Because I think they, they belong <laughs> in that conversation. Oh. Don't forget them. Seton Hall. Nah. They're not there you forgot one that probably has the best resume overall resume of almost any team in the country BYU? so far. There you go. See, I know that. this. Why don't you? Come on. BYU. BYU? They, they do beat have the Oregon in, in Portland and they beat San Diego state. It's pretty damn good. Yeah, okay. But uh, you're, you're putting them in the national title. No, I'm putting them in the fringe over okay. where you're putting, okay. oh, where no, no, you're right, putting right. Alabama, no, where was, you're putting Memphis. I was going to get to Seton Hall there. I was going to get to Seton Hall. I think BYU is over Seton Hall. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, it's the order of the list. I don't oh, know. Come on, Pay attention <laughs> here. You're on Yeah, well, Kempom. I see you. I'm just going down the list. Oh, there he goes. Kempom doesn't have BYU high enough. Can we call Kempom? They have BYU at 23rd. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Two spots behind UConn. It's ridiculous. Two spots behind UConn. Yeah. Who's UConn beating? Um, they beat uh, they beat yeah. Binghamton. Yeah, this morning, yeah. Big that, win. Was their, that was their best, best huge best win. For, <laughs> huge for, win. I wonder if Bob Hurley Sr. pulled the double header today. Mm-hmm. He was here. What? If you go to this game, why would you want to go see you? You don't think he saw his son? You think he blew off his son for these? I would. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. You're probably right. No, hey, uh, hey if, you, if you're gonna go see his son play, don't wait till Wednesday. Go to the Bahamas. Yeah, that's yeah. Much true. Good point. Precisely where we are. Um, all right, so. Uh, I think that that's kind of 
it, right? I think we yeah. all agreed. Like, I think six. we covered it. I think yeah. we, we got six. Gonzaga, Kansas, Purdue, UCLA, Villanova, and Duke. Right. That's and less we than said, I thought. Uh, well, there's the, a bunch that are kind of in right, that. Yeah. And I think, yeah. I think Michigan, we just have to see a little more. Right. We said Baylor. Duke, I want to see a little more. more. Kentucky, right. probably right. got to see a little more. You probably have Kentucky a half dozen that you're there. all in on yep. right now. Right. There's a half dozen that you're all in on. And two of five, them. I have six. Two of them play tomorrow night. Yes. Can- tomorrow day. Oof. What time's the game tomorrow? The early game. I don't know. 12? No. Is that what it is? I think the early game is the championship 12? game. One, it is. one it o'clock. Is the early one's the championship. One o'clock championship game. One. Villanova Purdue. Yep, one o'clock. The, the the guards of Villanova against the bigs of Purdue, plus a guard, pretty good guard named yeah. Jaden Ivey. Um, for the Boilermakers. It's gonna be a hell of a game. We're gonna do this again tomorrow. Yeah. Right? We're gonna do this again. Oh yeah. All right, we're gonna right do it here, after. So make sure side. you hold you on. Let back. her let her. All right, take us out. If you're not watching tomorrow, what are you doing? We're going to be here tomorrow after the conclusion of the games. Tune in to hear us talk. And and we (laughs) might even try to get a special guest after the game. That's going to be the goal. Can you just see if we can just Just trying to sign out? All right. Stealing my thunder. Whatever. (laughs) There you have it. Talia Goodman, the greatest host in the history of Field of 68 history. Certainly better than Rob Doster. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com